Hey y'all, this is Watching While Black. I'm Gizmo and we are doing something a little different. This month, the month of in the month of May, we are going to be doing little getting to know you podcasts about some of our favorite movies. And I've asked everyone to choose a movie that they love to introduce something about themselves via a movie. This week, we're starting with The Don, and he has selected a Goofy movie. Hello, hi there, and well met. For our first run of reviews, we will be covering movies that we love. And for me, it has to be the 1995 Disney animated A Goofy Movie. So join us as we delve deep into our childhoods. You might laugh, you might cry, you might wonder what a science slumber party is. Let's get into it. So I uh, now hand it to everyone. Uh, what is your experience with this movie? My experience with this movie is, well, you know, growing up with this one, it was a, when Disney was in a place where they weren't sure what type of direction they wanted to go into. And, uh, you know, and I, I feel like that, that kind of plays into this the storyline in this one a little bit, too. So, yeah, going into it, I had a good feeling about it. Um, watching it, I kind of kind of related to Max, like, when I was, like, a teenager. I'm still, like, a teenager, but I'm whatever. But, like, taking everything for granted when he was, like, um, when he's, like, oh, I don't want to go on the trip or, like, whatever. Or, like, he just takes family time for granted and, like, he tries too hard or whatever. Like, whatever teenagers do, whatever. So, like, that's pretty much what I got from Max and everything like that. When I rewatched, it triggered a lot of nostalgia because it came out way before I was born, at least five, six years. And then I remember watching it growing up and kind of not understanding the annoyance that Max had with Goofy because I'm like, he's so sweet. Why is he doing his dad this way? And it kind of, <laughs> it, it kind of, I don't know how to explain it. It's one of those things where it's like, now that I've rewatched it, it kind of, resonated with me because I was like man I grew up forgetting that I was like goofy so sweet to understanding exactly how Max felt like in retrospect thinking back to like my teenage years when I was like mom please leave me alone stop speaking to me get away (laughs) but it's one of those coming of age stories where you don't if you watch it from a child point of view you don't understand but because you know when you're a kid you always want your parents around and then once you get older and you start to separate yourself you you know you kind of grow and um you want space but that's kind of where i am with it now there is something there uh watching it as a kid versus watching it as an adult my experience with it it was uh that i didn't have many expectations going in even though i had watched the show the uh, the goof troop beforehand um, I came from the, you know, the era of Disney movies of like, you know, uh, uh, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and all that, uh, the, I guess the Disney Renaissance as they call it or whatever. And it, as you said, it was a point be, point after that w- wherein Disney was unsure of their direction they were going in. And I was also unsure as to whether they were still putting out good films. And when I saw this, I, so when I saw this, I had no good expectations for it, but I came away from it thinking it was one of the best that they've done. And now for a question fans of this movie have been debating for years. People died. What is a science slumber party? Oh, 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 I know, I know. I feel like a science slumber party is like a lock-in where you do like pretty much blow shit up. You know? <laughs> blow shit up with chemicals. 
with nobody around to stop you. That's what, or like a science slumber party is a lock in for nerds, pretty much. Yeah. Why is there no one to stop you? Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get to the end of that. Because I feel like, because I feel like. I feel like the principal didn't know what it was. <laughs> I feel like he was just—he was just coming off the cuff with it. Yeah, he was spitballing. He was spitballing. Like I think, like he had mad lit behind the behind the backstage. He was just like, "All right, all right, I gotta get these kids interested." I love slumber summer parties, right? Yeah. What's really down to the school? Science. Put it together. You know, I just feel like that's really what he got down to. You know. Uh, yeah. I thought that was it. Yeah, it's pretty much just that. I. There's no, <laughs> There's no explanation. He had no explanation. He left this in the dark. He left this in the dark. There's one question that I'll never answer because nobody's even going to volunteer for a science summer party. No. <laughs> it's like camp. It's science like camp. camp. Not even camp. This is one night of one science. One night science lock-in. There's <laughs> a lock-in. So the science lock-in of just un- pure just madness. I say madness. Yes. I, just, I mean, he was coming up with wild ideas anyway with the whole, uh, oh, you're going to be in an electric chair for just <laughs> oh, messing up my presentation. Oh, we will get to that. We will get to that. <laughs> I want to talk about the narrative themes in the movie um, uh, myself because I'm really interested in what y'all like, what y'all think of the differing techniques of fatherhood that are displayed in the, in the uh, movie. Okay, well... Number one for me, I was like, because this was before I was born, this was before my Disney era, like in the 2000s, the early 2000s, pretty much everybody lost their mom on Disney or they lost their dad. So it's like there was always a one parent or a single parent household. And I guess this is where it kind of originated because you didn't see that too often in 90s Disney movies. But one thing I will say, they did a good job at executing... Um, like the father-son dynamic where it's like it was very real in the sense like okay he's trying to be um, an involved father but you know his son is pushing him away but also Goofy is not a typical he's not like that typical quote-unquote that stereotype of a man he's a goof and so it it kind of throws this sort of very realistic aspect like not all parents are the same and goofy he's trying to raise max the best way he can but even with him just trying to be involved and be loving and playing the role of both the mother and the father it's not being taken to as much by not only max but like pj and the people like the people i don't know they're dogs aren't they whatever they are it's not being taken. The dog person. The dog person. <laughs> and what about Pete? Do you think he's entirely wrong to uh, demand respect from uh, PJ? How about we discuss the pros and cons of, say, oh, Goofy and Pete uh, about being a father? I think PJ was upset about it, you know, because whenever they showed PJ, um, he would be chilling when he's on his own doing his thing. But like when his dad was there, he would be, he would shrink into himself. He would be kind of like anxious about like what his dad is saying, what his dad is doing, whatever. Uh, yeah, I can see that too with PJ. But I also saw like he came he came running, but he's also he's still trying to like gain that acceptance from his father by doing his you know getting that respect. And it seemed like Pete. Just toys with him in that sense too, yeah. you know, as he does with like everybody, you know, like even like it, even getting goofy into this whole situation, it's just because the little girl was showing goofy more attention 
at the uh, photo thing at, the, at their job than than, than uh, Pete was getting, and it made Pete jealous. And he said, "Well, I, you don't know how to parent like I know how to parent," and that's pretty much how this whole premise got started. Right. Pete was using it as a competition. Yeah, it was a competition. And so when you see him with his son, he's not necessarily that interested in being a father, father. to his son. Absolutely. Uh, quote unquote. Um, he's more interested in F- the idea his male that ego. he's better at it than Goofy. Absolutely. He just wants to find his male ego a little bit. He says, "Hey, my son respects me, but uh, did PJ really?" respect him or was it fear he was he was scared obviously because if he feared him it would have been he wouldn't have shrunk inside it you know he wouldn't have like hid himself and it would have been like oh dad you know like he would have been a bit more like max if he wasn't afraid but also that kind of shows how max had no fear and also no respect for goofy because of how Kind of how like he would verbally attack his dad, yeah. and Peach and Peach. Some of the movie you saw him doing those chores with a smile on his face, and you know he can't break his spirit. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, which, go ahead. Oh, but that's what I was saying. Like whenever he's not around, yeah. uh, Pete. He's mm-hmm. he's he's a way he's way different. He's he's way, he's different. way more mm-hmm. like um himself. He's way more happy. He's way more like loose and right. and um and whatever. And then like once Pete comes into the picture, you can see how his demeanor changes. Yeah, automatically. Yeah, you're right. And you definitely seen uh after the they got uh kid after they got uh, in trouble for the uh, concert thing that uh that. Uh, that how PJ was like slumped, like oh man, Dad is going to kill me, yeah. as opposed to Max just sort of being uh, uh, sad that you know Roxanne was not going to uh, uh, notice him or something. <laughs> yeah. And also, and also on uh, on Goofy's side, he's uh, I mean, I, I guess I can't really give an excuse. This is his first kid, and this is not his first time dealing with his son going to through puberty, right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he did he go through puberty quick, man. Whoa! But uh, like like the last time we saw him was like uh, last time we saw this 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 family dynamic. You know, Max was still a kid. You know, Goof Troop and Goof Troop. Max was still a kid. So this is a few years later, and uh, he's in those nineties uh, R and B sex hormones going yeah. on. Pretty sure we yeah. on, a, on a sex dream. Yeah, I mean, oh on a, man, on a yeah. Dream, oh yes. my goodness, there was so much puberty happening in that one dream. You have him. <laughs> Yeah, all the levels, man. All the levels. But hey, it is what it is. You know, yeah. that's what this movie. I, I will say, I, I do think this kind of ties into how you know Goofy was as a parent. I think he tried to not too hard, but he viewed him being involved as a father, a little bit more like being a friend to Max, which played a part in how lenient he was with him. And I think, like, with Pete, he was, like, like a kind of like a dictator. He was yeah. one of those types of fathers, which is not ideal for parenting. But, you know. I think there's a middle ground that yeah. they, uh, that actually Max and Goofy, Goofy reached at the end um, that's between those two extremes. Yeah. Because there there is a point at which max wasn't showing goofy enough respect right. um as his father right. and there is a point at which pete was going over the top with the amount of respect he was demanding from pj yeah. so like at the end of the movie i feel like they learn compromise right. in that they they find a, a happy medium right. between those two points you know what that medium that compromise was them just having a conversation 
literally just talking just to talking each to each other because it was just it's all of it was just you know um like, if they would have just talked at the beginning if goofy would just came to max or max would came to goofy and said hey man what's going on like why are you doing this at school you said it's for a girl i'm being you know I, i'm not trying to hurt nobody you know that you know and then there would have been there would have been no movie <laughs> no it wouldn't have been a movie but that also kind of plays into how we saw how max kept pushing him away yeah. it's like goofy was if Goofy had kind of been a little bit more like Pete and demanded mm-hmm. respect from Max, would have been like, son, come here, sit down, let's talk, then, like you said, we wouldn't have had a movie. Right. But it it shows that... <laughs> it's a give or take, though. It's, I mean, sorry, give and take, though, yeah. because would do you think that at that point Max would have taken that seriously? Like, if he it did it? It depends, but if he had started this back before, like, we saw Max in that, because he, like... I don't know how old he would be technically. Mm-hmm. I think he's like 15, 16 because the next movie was yeah. going to college, yeah. college. Yeah. So he's like at 15, 16. So if we, we don't know what happened in those in between years, but if yeah. Goofy had been the, like, hey, let's talk. I have a few guesses we have on Roxanne, but I won't keep it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Roxanne, she, she was about that fame. Hey, that's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You have to put on the red lines. <laughs> hey. First of all, Roxanne was reacting to the presentation like yeah. it was for her yeah. before he even looked at her. <laughs> like he he comes out of the gate, and she's like, boys, 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 boys. "I love it when boys do these things mm-hmm. for me, yeah. just for me, you know." And did you see the look on Stacy's face when she realized uh, what is going on with Roxanne next to her? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, gracious! Yeah, this gracious. This is. Yeah, but uh, uh, is her name Stacy or Fran? Stacy. Yeah. Man, what's the what's the dude in the in the, uh, the auditorium with the freckles? Favorite character in the movie? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Come and talk to me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Is that right. the Polly Shore character? No, no, no. It's, it's like one of the freckle guys in the crowd. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he extra. Crazy. Talk to me, talk to me, talk. I'm gonna say that for years after that movie, by the way. Yeah. I was gonna say, low key, she was such a passive character. Like she was for the most part quiet in the film, mm-hmm. but the entire. Not the entire film, but a majority of the film was revolving around her. Absolutely. Like, Max was doing what he was doing because she was that bitch in his oh, mind. <laughs> I do like that, uh, you know, that she was about as nervous as uh, uh, getting Max as Max was and uh, at talking to yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. That aspect, for sure. That's how they use women in me- media, though. Yeah. They use women not as characters, but as... Like as props or or um, impetus MacGuffins for for MacGuffins, right? Yeah. yeah, impetus for for actions. Yeah. and uh, she was also she was um man uh when Max when Max went to her with the whole uh and tried to give her the truth off top, you know, hey man, she leaves like hey, my dad's I'm going on this stupid trip. She was just turning him off at every turn, wouldn't listen to him. Just now, just go with someone else. It calls my man. It calls my man Max to just go to foolishly lying. <laughs> That's true. I think she was also trying to like, sh- like I think Jody. they were trying to show her as being um, like she was thinking he was rejecting her yeah, because yeah. she didn't think she was cool enough to be the guy that did the whole you presentation, what? or whatever, whatever. There's also that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like a lot first. of a lot of that conversation seemed more like she was cutting him off before he could reject her. Both right. of them are in that awkward zone where, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's one of those things where it's like when you're. When you're young, you really don't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. They sure. didn't really communicate. Hey, I like you, because they both if they had done that. They you both would have. Re- you can't. You can't say, can't that. say that. You can't say yeah, that. 
You can't say that. No, you can't say that. It's not, it's, it's, real. it's impossible. But like, if they had done that, they would have been like, oh, okay. Oh. We both like each other, and that whole incident wouldn't have happened. I mean, that's just teenagers, though. That's, teenagers that's, are complicated. So, yeah, yeah, so they had a good teenage aspect, you know. They played that well. Played that very well, you know, as... Man, Roxanne, Roxanne, and Roxanne. Although saying she would go with somebody else, that's Quick. wild. That's I'll find wild. somebody. I'll She's find like, somebody else. Dress ASAP. It's like she was like, "Oh, I got rejected. Mm-hmm. Let me go find me another man to make me feel better." Right. <laughs> it's been like ma- manipulative as well. Like I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toy a little bit. Yeah, trying to see. Oh, is he gonna? Oh, yes. She, oh, she, she threw a little bit of a petty party. That's one of them petty things, you know. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, hey, you don't want me. It could be a uh, result of the uh, you know teenage thing where uh, you got to go to a party. Well, I can't go without uh, uh, somebody or something, I guess. Or, that too. Mm-hmm. You can though. It was just like Absolutely. a. It's like a, it was like friend because like I didn't see anybody else there with a date. Like I, we saw the party. But you know mm-hmm. how there teenagers are. Like when they're in that puberty stage, all they want to do is be around someone of the opposite sex or whomever they are attracted to, whether it's the same sex or not. They just want to be with somebody, whether they like actually like them. Or they just want to feel like they're important to someone. Yo, okay, so like I think it was more that she was, um, she told everybody that he, she was yeah. gonna be there with him because after Max left, the, like Max didn't tell anybody about Paraline but Roxanne, oh. and after he left That's the what office, I'm literally yeah. everybody was Roxanne like, oh, oh, you better go see Paraline. Oh my God, she went and told everybody, and then told them that she was gonna be his Roxanne. date. Roxanne, she said she was hey, about to look like a, a fool if yeah. she showed up without him to the party. Oh yeah, he didn't make stuff like a big, big name at that point, huh? Right. right. Everybody been mad he wasn't there. That's one of those things, also, like as like a teen or like even as a woman you find that this will happen where you'll tell somebody something and even if you're telling them like one person without the intentions of it being spread around mm. you always have that one friend that's just oh. running their mouth and I feel like that's also a part of it <laughs> like her friend was very oh that's true Stacy could have told everybody yeah, yeah, she was, was that Stacey's one. party it's Stacey's party yeah, so she, she wanted everybody to come to her party oh my god she was one of those types of chicks like she just wanted to be in the the known, being and, known, and that's and that's something that uh, uh, always happens in these '90s movies where the dude like he has a, like he has a crush on a girl, yeah. and everybody knows where everybody lives and has <laughs> everybody's number for some reason. He's like, yeah, I, how, he went directly to her <laughs> he house. Knows, <laughs> he knows exactly where she lives. <laughs> I have no idea who my neighbors are and right. i live in an apartment right <laughs> it's, it's crazy these guys know where everybody lives at every single family's day it's like you can get somebody's mail if you stay in an apartment you get someone's mail you know exactly where they are you know their name and you still won't drop it off <laughs> it's one of those you things. know like when i was in school they actually uh, they printed out those little address books uh, mm-hmm. with everyone's number and address mm-hmm. and, and all the students oh is that 90s phone book oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they forgot yeah. about the phone book but it was no it was like literally oh, for yeah. the school for the school yeah, yeah they, they right. passed it out to the students they do that? They, they don't pass wow. it out, but if you ask, like, you can ask. I remember my, one of my old teachers, her name was Miss Parker. She w- she was Ms. the Pop? teacher in charge of that. And if you ever moved, if you changed phone numbers, even if you had a cell phone, she would, like, get your information. And she put it in this big maroon binder. Like, there was no way you could get away from school. <laughs> or Miss Parker. Oh, Miss Parker had you. But, yes. like, uh, they did that for students like they had little books they passed yeah. out to all the students that's like what i'm saying like you can't get it now but if you were to request which is bad like you could find out where people stay dang yeah but i don't know if they still do that remember i'm a bit older 
and things have changed in the past like six, six seven years. years. Yeah. 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 You're you're, like, you're a bit older. Yeah. yeah. Try being as old as y'all we- are both like oh y'all yeah you're old. <laughs> but no, things are so different because even going back to like the whole Disney theme, like now Disney's whole thing doesn't really center around family dynamics and now it centers around self like everybody's trying to like what that's true you know everybody wants to be the superhero everybody wants to be known everybody has to know everybody wants everyone to know their identity now that's what Disney focuses on mm-hmm. now there's no more stuff like the goofy movie there's no more uh, like even like with like I think it kind of started with Hannah Montana where she was like you get the best of both worlds and everybody was so involved with Miley they didn't even realize she was Hannah. I thought you were about to hop into a Hannah Montana voice real quick. You know, I, thought, I, thought, <laughs> no. I was getting ready to sing a thing. She about to hit the same Okay, seriously, the dude said, before he ends up in the electric chair, do you really think he would have his job if he said those things today? Oh. Hell no. no that's, that's out of here. Because, think, like, now, like, as bad as this may sound, I think nowadays a lot of people sensitive and I mean overly sensitive as bad as this might sound sound, because it's okay to be aware of what you're saying but also under like what he said was wrong I that wouldn't have been acceptable back then Mm. because electric chair is death that means you're threatening to kill children but at the same time nowadays there are people can't even you can't call anybody by the wrong name or pronoun without it being disrespectful which if it's intentional that means it is disrespectful but if it's unintentional then it it's not but the thing is people have to also understand like if you're not accustomed to someone or you don't really know someone how will i know until i know but that is not you know that is not uh, something there's no allowances for ignorance anymore yes that's it and that was an ignorant statement to threaten these teenagers with the death chair but go ahead but I feel like my school is different because my school is crazy. The teacher be saying some crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like one time, like this teacher said, um, you're going to end up in prison. You're going to get your booty taken, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, he still has a job too, like, whatever. I'm like, wow. I would have died laughing if I heard Because I'm, I'm, more, I'm more interested to. Um, not that not that I think he'll lose his job, but I think like I'm more interested in how the parent will react yeah. nowadays. Because Goofy, because it it'll it find a Goofy for some reason. You were electric chair, and he said, uh, "Hey, that's serious business." So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I'm not I'm not saying the parents would be react, react the same way as he did. I think it would be the opposite. Right, yeah. Goofy's more like a parent from the fifties and yeah. sixties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, oh, the teacher said it. You're so you're, you're a person with authority. Yeah, so, a person with authority. Yeah, so. That's how it used to be, yeah. Uh, but now we live in an era where people don't view those people authority in the same as, mm-hmm. right. They don't see them as people with authority. They also actively don't teach their children to respect that, the authority exactly. of others. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's so that's going to be a whole different because situation. It now, it, nowadays, most children are just friends with their parents. Like, mm-hmm. they're not, like, they can have a friendship, but also there's not that. There's a lack of respect and a lack of there's fear. Not the, there's not that hierarchy. Uh, hierarchy. Exactly. As far as generational uh, tension goes, that's a reaction to uh, the previous generation that that required respect, respect, respect. And they did uh, it into the kids, yeah. You right. know, like like don't don't question me, don't do this, don't that. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's our previous generation, mm-hmm. and then right. this generation is raising their kids in the opposite direction from that. It's, yes, and that's and like the whole difference between Pete and Goofy, right there. Exactly, yeah, another example of extremes. It's like mm-hmm. you have to have that middle ground. But one thing I will say, like, because I'm not a millennial, 
you're not a millennial. Mm-hmm. Who is a millennial? I feel like they keep saying everyone is. Y'all three are. Well, yeah, y'all three are millennials. Y'all like so. What are you? So you're Gen Z. I'm Gen Z. They're Gen Z. So with Gen Z, I will say a lot of Gen Z are kind of gearing a bit more towards back towards where it was because the back ones towards that, respect back towards respect because now that the ones like us are a little bit older and we're having to deal with the kids of the millennials <laughs> so we're like hey <laughs> at least i can say for the, the, my peers then that's the case because it's like hey like you're being real ugly but if this were on the other foot you sit in here and you sit in my face and you cry so you see oh my God, that so there's true. like a mm-hmm. there's so you're a gonna go back and forth and everything like that yeah oh, that's, that's how true. it like, naturally happens that, you're right. Everybody wants to be uh, rude as they want to be, but don't want anything back. They don't want a reaction back to them. That's another bit of communication there, where it's a well, miscommunication there, where uh, where Goofy just sort of like says, "I don't want you to end up in the electric chair," and Max is like, "Wait, what? What are you talking about? What?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like where did you even get like, that from? If, like, again, Max gets home, and, and Max, Max gets home, and he has no, he has no. You know, knowledge of any conversation that that Goof had with his principal. Right. He he leaves oh, he leaves right. school like on he leaves school on nine uh, cloud nine. You know, and as soon as he gets to the house, he, and I know he knows he talked to him. Because yeah. while he was mumbling with the with the assistant, he said, "Get this get this guy's uh, dad on the phone, right? Yeah. Get this kid <laughs> dad over." That was a good scene, like too. I like that song. But anyways, <laughs> but uh, like, hey, get home and talk to Goof. Yeah, hey man, what happened? Cause, this, Cause Max isn't prone for getting in trouble at this point that we know of. Yeah. So it's uh, so he blows right past that, and I think that you know that adds that adds for more miscommunication. I don't say. Do you think that that Max's that reaction from Max indicates that he 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 doesn't get any kind of discipline discipline from Goofy? Mm-hmm. Do you know, you mean like mm-hmm. he he had every um. Uh, expectation that he would just go home and nothing would get get nothing from that. Yeah, when, he, when he was sitting in the uh, principal's office, I don't know. He when he was sitting there, he had his head down like he was gonna get in big trouble, right? Yeah. I feel like it was less because of that and more because he thinks yeah, it went so, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like right after Roxanne was like, "Oh, it was cool," then, he was, then he was like, "Yes, this is great." Yeah. And it certainly seemed like whenever whatever. Uh, was he's like oh, it's totally worth it because I'm about to get this date with Roxanne. Mm-hmm. I don't whatever no, goof whatever my dad's gonna uh, say to me. I'm I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah, and that but I feel like that this is something that they never covered in Disney. We, I, we don't know much about Goofy. It's always about Mickey and Minnie, maybe Donald and his Lady Daisy. But one thing they you know you don't hear much Are about. They, yeah. No 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 no. They're not cousins. They're doing it. They're not cousins. They're not cousins. Everybody, they're everybody's, doing it. Everybody's uncle, so I was like, okay. Uh, no, Wait, no, on Duck Tales, no, those no. were Donald's nieces and nephews, right? No, those are his. Those, those are his babies, right? Those, All right, so Scrooge, 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 Scrooge is Donald's uncle. Yeah, and then and then then Donald is their uncle. Dang, I thought okay. Donald had a Donald has a sister. Yeah, so so Scrooge is the great uncle. Yeah. Okay. So then who is the sister? This is the Duck Tales gets into that. That's how it is. Okay, we gotta go back and watch that it's been a while yeah. since 1997 no it's uh, the new details the new oh, details the new it's pretty good too see, oh we gotta see that girls yeah. didn't exist in but, the 90s yeah they did not unless they were 11 yeah they did not but i will say uh pretty much going into like they we don't know much about goofy's background 
Mm-hmm. One thing I can say is because of how it seems like naive and how gentle and how kind of passive he is, it seems like he might have had a had an abusive childhood or just a very strict childhood that he just didn't take very well to. Mm-hmm. Because goofy, goofy. But then, like he has all those um, memories of his dad and the road trips that he went on with him. Though. Right. I don't. Oh, that's right. And I thought, and I, and oh, I, I thought that was a cool little tidbit that map too. Like you see all the goofies. Or that yeah, could be goofs. it yeah. with the goofs because they might have been because they're goofy. They all might have been so passive. He's not used to this new rebellion rock star kid. Well, yeah, where did Max get that from? Mom, Ma- where did mom? he get this from? Who is Max's mom? Who's his all mom? that all that hippity hop. Right, but that also shows how mm, gangster music. You know, like the, the the bad girls love the good guys type deal. But also, it shows how like um, in the nineties, because you know, in the nineties, it was a whole thing time. where they had like the skater dudes and the you know the. Do you think that Max and Goofy are um, are coded as being black? Is that if that's the question I have? I possibly because think about it. You know when Roxanne's dad opened the door, I was like, that has to be. I was like, that. I thought it was a bad dad. Oh, that's a black man. That's a bad dad. But also, that's kind of offensive. Why we gotta be dogs? Why can't we be a duck? Well, what does that make Pete? The what's the cat? The dogs are black. <laughs> well, what does that make Pete the cat? Pizza cat? cat. I thought Pete yeah. was a no, dog. No, pizza cat. Pizza cat. Pizza cat. Yeah, pizza, pizza cat. cat. Yes. <laughs> what? Pete and PJ cat. Paralyzed. Paralyzed Paralyze Paralyze a dog Paralyze too. Yeah. Paralyzed yeah. a dog too. Huh. So the dogs are black. All the dogs are black. Yeah. Wait. So Pete is what? So Pete white. <laughs> but but you know what? Donald has. It sounds bad. Donald has the attitude of an old black dude, or just. Like, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, are yeah. they coded as being black? Yeah, yeah, I don't but you know. know, Daffy Duck seems to be similar to Donald Duck, and he's black. We can we can turn this into a lot of nah, things. Nah, I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what. Daffy is. Daffy is so disrespectful. <laughs> I don't know. If each hey. thing is a different race, then no, right, right, right. We can we can keep we can keep going down. Edit, edit, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> hey, did y'all know uh, Disney's about Mickey is about to lose Disney's about to lose Mickey's trademark? Really? How? Yeah, because uh, statue. Because it's like seventy-five years plus uh, whatever time that, yeah. the, mm. that the person was alive. Yeah. Mm. They can't rebuy. But then what happened? They bought everything that? else. After that, that means people have the right to use it wherever without having to uh, copyright or trademark Disney. Can't they just retrade? So, it, so like, so like, comes like uh, general use. Yeah, in general use thing. Because mm. the last person alive that was owned it. Does does that not uh, transfer to the person's children? But that means are they still overdue? <coughs> That's the thing. We don't know that. They could have yeah. sold the company, sold the name, and let them do whatever. Oh right, sold it to Disney. Yeah. yeah. But if it, the corporation can't hold it that long, it can only hold it the turnaround time. Maybe. What's gonna happen after that? After that, because you know, yeah, I feel like the, the Disney will still find a way to sue people about it right. because yeah. their whole, even the logo for Her the Disney, Disney Channel is yeah, Mickey. it's Mickey. I will Mickey say, is. even with the trademark that exists since it hasn't expired just yet, it's still people still um, find a way to, and, and to that, make that, Mickey and use it on off. You think that applies for like all the different variations of it? Oh, that could be. Uh, that could just be like the first, first symbol. Like, like yeah. uh, Steamboat Willie yeah, or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. First, yeah. That, that, like that first black, and that first that black. Little you know, That first black, all black image, just, a, you know, three yeah. dots. 
but the way they use it now and like the way they use it for Disney Channel, that might be a different they trademark. They create different logos and that, that thing. Yeah. Except that, like, now that everyone can do that, how do they protect that, the image of Mickey? Mm-hmm. Uh, from because you know immediately they're just gonna make you know adult media with Mickey. Like, with Mickey that's yeah. just the, the immediate thing that's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's them losing Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's just the logo. It's just, yeah, which they can change it and possibly recreate market or whatever. Yeah. And they they use that they use that on a uh, different media anyway. Yeah, not supposed to. <laughs> right. Oh, that's something else I want to talk about. On the oh yeah, the because uh, uh, whenever whenever uh, Max gets there and he asks uh, Goofy, "Hey man, you you going out for trip?" He's like, "I'm going with the best friend." Oh, Donald Duck in town? And Goofy <laughs> and Goofy's like, "No, I ain't hanging out with that jerk." It's because Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck are just hanging out without him all the time. They're on a road trip already without Goofy. <laughs> 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 I see where they see Donald Duck and uh, Mickey Mouse. You know what that reminds me of? You know how like you will have like a big group of friends, like, mm-hmm. and although all of you get along, there's always gonna be certain people. I'm not inviting that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or they just get along better than others. Yeah, we're gonna leave I Goofy this time. I can definitely see the tension between Goofy and Donald. Donald oh, oh, Goofy <laughs> gets on Donald's nerves. I'm sure of it. Oh my gosh, like, yes. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I'm sure of it. <laughs> Oh it's man! Hilarious. I know it for sure. Man, man. Where man. Mickey is just like the mediator. Yeah, yeah, Mickey's yeah. like, hey guys, don't know. Or, or Sora. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things. Sora's a new Mickey. It's like, mm. you know, um, it's like there. Even if it's like all of them are friends, obviously Donald and Goofy don't like each other. But they, um, if something were to happen to Goofy and something were to happen to Donald, they'd be like, oh, they are, they my friend. They're going to break down. They're going to break down. <laughs> like that love-hate relationship. Yeah. So, the Don, can you tell us a little bit, like, why you chose a Goofy movie and, like, how it, how how does it connect it to you? Well, it's, uh, well, one of my, one of my favorites from, uh, from Disney. I guess there's the, uh, Disney adult people out there that, as someone would call me, I've only been to Disney World like twice, but uh, I would maybe consider myself one. I mean, I've grown up with like all a lot of a lot of the uh, uh, Disney movies. They were always in VHSs, and the and I would watch them over and over again. So I could I would consider myself a, a Disney adult, I, I suppose. Me as well. I feel like because I don't know. I I feel like that term is just a term for people who grew up watching Disney the the you know the Disney Renaissance movies of. You know, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, Pocahontas, like all of those things that were like, are, are like quintessentially known as being, the, you know, the cream of the crop as far as Disney movies go. We're all coming out when we were children. And that, to a certain extent, connects us to the legacy of Disney. And I think that's just what that term means, to be honest. Indeed. What parts of this movie resonate with you the most? Most I would say the well, the songs are great. The uh, well, it's, well, it's pretty much uh, the from beginning to end. I uh, enjoyed uh, the movie where the whole coming of age story, the uh, father and son bonding bits, culminating in uh, the concert and everything. And and uh, yeah, that's uh, 
It's quite a good movie. I've, it's, and it seems to have resonated with a lot of people like uh, in that in, in that way, I believe. I would say that's true. Do you consider, like, I've heard this question going around, like, do you consider uh, Goofy and Max to be black? <laughs> <laughs> mm, I want to say, yeah. I, I, uh, there's, I mean, uh, well, literally are black. Because uh, <laughs> to a certain extent, it reminds me of the, you know, like Doug Funny's friend Skeeter? Like, I always consider Skeeter black, even, th- like, when I was a kid, even though he's green blue. or blue or whatever. Blue? Is he blue? Hey, so, is it like that, where, like, something, an aspect about them resonates with you as, as a black person? I could say so. I, uh, he definitely does, like, uh, the, like, Powerline, who's, like, the... Uh, Paralyzed, definitely. Michael black. Jackson meets. It's like it's like Michael Jackson meets Tevin Campbell meets uh, Prince. Uh, Prince, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Paralyzed black. Like, but, but that's there's no uh, question of whether or not Paraline is black. But uh, I would say there's definitely some area. There's some area of doubt with with regards to Goofy and Max. However, mm-hmm. do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Not really. I've, uh, I can't remember exactly when. I can't remember if we watched it in theater or if it was a video or... I believe... I feel like we saw it in theaters, but then I, I might be misremembering that, but I feel like we saw it in theaters. Uh, but I know we had uh, had it on uh, VHS and we constantly watched that, like, all the time. Indeed. As, as with all our other Disney VHSs. I really wanted to see if there was something about it that... that uh, because the question was hey pick a movie that says something about you and i feel that you've never actually answered that like what does it say about you what 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 exactly i guess i guess the disney disney adult thing but like that's a that's like a surface level thing you know because uh, when i think of the way that movies uh i guess resonate with with you uh, or sorry with me as a person or whatever it's never really a surface level thing for for movies that i love do you know what i mean it's never really a uh it's it's always there's always something about it that that uh resonates with me on a on a deeper level if it's a movie that i love do you know what i mean uh, and so that's why i keep asking that question because i keep being like well that there has to be something more to it if that's the movie that you thought of and that's the movie that that you went with and uh, like does anything about the themes of the movie resonate with you or because you could have picked like if it's just um that you're a disney adult you could have picked any disney movie is that your favorite disney movie i would say so yeah nice mine is my favorite is uh beauty and the beast myself uh, the lion king lion king or maybe uh, i'm not sure it could be. Mine is definitely Beauty and the Beast, even though my favorite uh, Disney princess is absolutely Ariel. Um, but uh, but but even those, I, I can tell you exactly why exactly why I resonate with those. Why those are my favorite. But as far as a goofy movie, there are themes of uh, there are themes of generational conflict. There are themes of fatherhood. There yes. are themes of. Uh, there are themes of honesty, all of that, you know, like, uh, I see that through there, you know, where Max is just constantly like, and also the, the themes of like, uh, self-esteem because it feels like, uh, it felt like with Max, uh, he didn't think he was enough as himself because he kept lying to, to be like, Oh no, but I'm this, I'm that better. You know, like he couldn't just approach Roxanne as himself, That's right. but also same thing with Goofy where he thought he had to be a different type of father for Max to respond well to him, uh, rather than just being himself. 
So I feel like there's a through line of that as well, of self-esteem and, and, and of self-worth and, and of how that causes characters to interact with one another. Right, right. Yeah, what would you say about that? Oh, I agree. I agree. Do any of those themes in particular stand out to you the most? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did like the, as those themes go, yes, I, uh, it's, it's like more simple, like, uh, 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 and, that, and that blown to goofy-like proportions with the, it's like when they had a, had their argument about the trip while their car is like going all crazy and, and falling and they're, Stephanie's like, I never wanted to go on this vacation and stuff like that. It's like exploring those themes like while, uh, but still being a, a cartoon with Goofy, I guess you could say. So, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Is Goofy your favorite Kingdom Hearts character? No, I'd have to go with Donald Duck, but Goofy's a close second. Hmm. Are there any Donald Duck movies that you like? I don't think so. Are there any Donald, are there any Donald Duck movies? I don't know. I never thought about it. But I mean, like, I feel like Goofy has his movie. Mickey has probably several. I've seen several DVDs that say Mickey on them anyway. I don't know if they're... Because a lot of times, like, Mickey is, like, hosting a thing. He'll be like... He'll be like the the guy that's narrating. Oh well, this this story's about to happen. You know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, and, and then like uh, kind of leads into like little short stories or whatever. But it'll be like it'll have Mickey's name on it and his face on it or whatever. But I, I think some of those movies at least are are, are his own uh, endeavors. Oh man, I should hate Donald Duck, but uh, no, he's always been my one of my favorites. I mean, because being the Don, I used to have that uh, a lot when I was a kid. Peep kids coming after me like, hey, Donald Duck, hey. <laughs> Donald Duck fell off the track. Oh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, I used to have this old uh, barber guy that uh, whenever he would greet me, he would greet me with, Donald Duck fell off the truck. And that would always make me think, did I fall out of a truck at some point? I was, <laughs> I didn't know he was just making a rhyme, I guess, or, but, yeah. What are your closing statements on a Goofy movie? Like, what is it that you want to, what thoughts do you want to leave us with? Well, as the power line said, you know, as if we listen to each other's heart, we fought, we're never too far apart. And uh, so, uh, hey, words to take to, or to, do not stop until you stand out, and or any other of these lyrics. <laughs> All right, y'all. So this this month is Movies That We Love, and that was the Don's pick, a Goofy movie. I hope you like all of our thoughts on it. If you want to share with us movies that you love, email us at mail at pennyindies.com. That's mail at penny like the coin and indies like the movies. And dot tell com. us what a science slumber party is. That would be cool. And if you want to, you can also message us on any number of the social media things we're on. Uh, wh- wherever you can find us, messages. Yeah, let, it, let us know what you think. And uh, we always want to hear what, hear what you have to say. All right. Uh, thank you. And peace out.